Hey everybody, this is Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. For anyone just joining us, usually I'm behind the scenes helping Scooter with some editing of the show, but once in a while we do these episodes that are a little bit different, where I'll take a show that recently aired and I'll add some music or some sound design, something in the background behind Scooter to make them super deluxe, special edition versions. So this is a little different than the regular show. We do these as a little bonus, extra way to say thanks to all of you who are supporting the show. So thank you. And let's hop in to another super deluxe. edition episode. We're going way back to, I think, 2017? The 2017 BrainBot Awards. Um, If you've been a listener for a little while, you know all about Scooter's BrainBots. I thought we'd take this show that aired back in 2017 and add a BrainBot soundscape to it. So I don't actually know what Scooter's brainbots sound like to him, but I've always imagined they sound sort of like this. So tonight, we'll spend some time with that soundscape Scooter will tell us all about BrainBots, and hopefully it can help you get some sleep. Thanks again for your support. I really hope this helps you get some sleep. And good night.
Uh, hey everybody, this is Scoots here. It's trending Twitter Tuesday. It's been a while since we've trended to tw- tw- tro- troved into the. Can you trove? In- it's a treasure trove. What the heck's a trove? Because you like you could go tro- like I wanted to trove into the trends on Twitter. I guess to what's a T word to see if there's any troves. But I don't know. I mean, does anybody ever even care about the trove? Uh, like, I'm, I'm more interested in the treasure. I could care about the trove. And I can see the sensible, the common sense out of me saying it, it, trove is the place uh, where the treasure is, Scoots. And I would say, I hear you, but it would, what, like, uh, why do you say it's second then? It doesn't make any sense. Once you say treasure, I stop listening, just like uh, Daffy Duck. You said, did you say treasure? Bugs, like I didn't hear anything about Pismo Beach or whatever. Because uh, did you say treasure? No, we were talking about. We were trying to define the word trove, uh, Daffy. Okay, but you said it's like treasure trove. So trove of treasures. Wait, did you say there's treasures in this trove? Because then I'm in. In. I wonder if treasure trove. It's, that's the other thing. Trove's not really... Is trove used in any anywhere else in diction? Is trove ever used? Hey, okay, here's a challenge to those of you that are listening right now. Let's bring trove back into the... To, to the uh, what is it called? The, uh, somebody get Zaltzman's on the... So, can't even pronounce... Somebody get Helen C on the phone... And let's look into this. Maybe I'll tweet, tweet, tweet her to see what the troving. Um, no, really, why treasure trove? You, you'd say, well, where, where's your? Because we we talked about the drawer everybody has in their house, or most people. I call. I was calling it the tea drawer because they put all the tea in there. The listeners gave me back. Uh, it still has tea in there, but before it was a tea drawer, it had old. Very, very old, a couple very old things of hot cocoa, hot mustard, uh, Parmesan cheese and red pepper, probably some duck sauce, and definitely a couple, what are those fashion, I just want to call it a fashion cookie, but it's a fortune cookie. Now, with fashion, I I mean, you could, if, if, I don't, you know, let's say it's a fashion cookie now. Um, but you say, well, there, where's my hot cocoa trove? Or if you had a snack trove, you know, snack drawer, where you kept all your snacks at work, would that be your snack trove? I mean, to, if if my definition of trove, like, then it says, why doesn't people use this trove all the time? It's a lovely word, trove. You know, get into your trove, because they got to put something on the stove, movie move. And uh, off to, to the, you know, then we, let's say we'll eat something and then off to the show we'll shove. My love. <laughs> there you go. You're using the word trove for romance. You know, well, let me just get into my, uh, you know, nightstand trove, my dear, for a little love, you know, but da bada boom. Anyway, I don't know why I get distracted, but that is a nice word, trove. And why isn't it in? Why isn't it used more? And why am I talking about it? My mind's a trove, senseless tro- trove of senseless information. I guess you could say trove of senseless information. 
It also leads me like a, like it puts on my rhyming brain, you know, as we just witnessed. Drove, dove. I dove right into this trove. Uh, no, stole below, 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 Blofeld, below, uh, alove. I guess you have to change some words, or you could get, you know, more grove. You know, that's a good one. You're right, you're right. Uh, I don't know if that was my left brain or my right brain. Whoever said that was right. So that's trove. I guess I'm nervous, because tonight's episode, Trending Twitter Tuesday, where we get into the troves of trends, uh... To do, you know, to do, you know, to pull them off the stove, because uh, they're fresh trends and, and that we're about to trove. Oh, that's why, because I want to use it as a verb. I'd like to go. We're troving. We're troving for story here, but we're really not because this is a behind the scene. Like a, I don't know what to have to call it. I guess behind the awards, because you know, a lot of times I, I don't do a lot of bragging on the show. Not really sleepy. For, for, I mean, I guess maybe there is... I don't know. Is that something that puts people to sleep? Bragging? Because it's a skill I could use. You know, I could, I could develop it. I mean, not that, I'm, I don't, not that I don't have an all-consuming ego. I just have one of those giant egos that's negative. Which is just as uh, narcissistic and egotistical as having a positive one. But, you know, every, every once in a while I do have something to brag about other than, you know, a stream of uh, self-criticism that I tune out with a trove of uh, love. Remember Constantinople Lovra? That, that's, my, that's my favorite made-up uh, name. Helena Constantinople Lovra. I think she was a big character in, like, something in the last 30 or 40 episodes... But way, way back, I, I was oding, I was giving her some odes. So, you know, I needed, I have a trove of odes. That doesn't rhyme, but that works, no, no doubt about it. Uh, but, you know, once in a while on the show, I like to brag, like once or twice a year, whenever I need to give myself this award, BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. And just, it's 2016, 2015... You don't know what year was invented. It definitely wasn't invented in 2013. may have been invented in 2014, but I'm not positive. But they did give me a retrospective. You know, they said, well, we'll give you a retrospective award. Um, and then 2017, looking, I mean, it's looking great. Uh, BrainBot Entertainer of the, of the Year. BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. And, you know, it's an international award, and they do regional award ceremonies within my brain. In this, New Zealand is one of the places. Yeah, I don't know if anybody heard that interview I did with Brian Crump uh, nights on New Zealand and the, the national channel in New Zealand. Uh, it was a great, one of my, my favorite interviews. He was cracking me up. He called me the anti-Crump, and I think we shared a lot of things. You know, things we like to do as kids: talk into microphones and listen to our own voices, and then. But uh, where was I? Oh, it's bragging about brain-bound entertainment year. Now, so so I wanted to talk a little bit about these awards uh, that are bestowed on me because you probably brings up questions like, uh, okay, is there monetary compensation? It's pending, they say, uh, because the brain bots that they work, you know, they work like a brain bot's a bit like a 
It's not the same. I'm trying to think of what night because the words I would use aren't very bedtime. Like, uh, like a bit like a being that lives within you and that tries to influence you. It's a brain bot, so you know they can't just give me money because then you'd say, well, why did you know? I mean, they, I guess they could influence you to support the show, and that would be my monetary award reward. So maybe that's it, play. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, like, the brain bots don't tell me those kind of things. But you'd say, okay, let's, let's lay it out. Brain bot entertainer of the year. What does that mean? It means I'm the most entertaining person that entertain to brain bots. Of all the entertainers that entertain brain bots this year, the, the years I've won the awards, I've been brain bot. You know, I'm the entertainer of the year where they say, okay, that's it without a doubt. And I guess you, I guess this, if this is an interview for my side of it, like with Scooch, why do you think you win brain bot? Like other than making it, other than that it's fiction, it, and within your brain, maybe it's not fiction. I'd say, there you go, double, I mean, doesn't that make me doubly qualified to win? Uh, but thanks, Craig. That's a great question. And let me, let me, let me get back to you on this one. Like why do, are you at, why would I win a brain bot entertainer of the year. Well, that's a question I ask myself every year. Right after I win it, I say, "How? How did this happen again?" And I wonder to myself, as it feels, I say, "Well, how did I could I could I possibly once again, in the entire Earth and beyond, of all the entertainers that entertain brain bots, how could I be the entertainer of the year?" And Craig, I don't I don't know if I have a great answer for you, but I'll go ahead and try to answer your question for you. You know, one is I, I, may, I try to make something spe- special three times a week for the brain bots. And I think something about the consistency of being there on a regular basis and saying, hey, brain bots. And usually, you know, it's, a lot of times I, I use something they call subtext, where I pretend, you know, the, the facade is I'm making this thing for humans. Because brain bot, you know, the brain bots are operating at higher and lower levels. At the, the duality of brain bots. I mean, remember that treaty it was the ISEs, that treaty, 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 or treaty. Uh, that was something I wrote as a student uh, back when, just when brain bot theory was in its infancy. And still, we haven't even scratched the surface of getting to know brain bots, you know, on a scientific level but I know as a person with a gut my gut tells me every every day uh, you've got brain bots to entertain my friend and uh, they're not going to entertain themselves well they do entertain themselves by work like by you know kicking in their their unique mechanism like if it's a worrying brain bot it'll worry okay Craig go ahead I see you got an why? Okay. What? What? What is it about that? Just to tell you more about, uh, like, how do I, how do I connect when I'm not a brain bot? How do? Well, I have so many brain bots. That's one thing, Craig. I was, you know, I was. I, I don't. I, I haven't. Uh, I had most of the doctors I've seen. You know, they've been. You know, after a few weeks after they had. I think there's an effect I have on them where they no longer. They say, well, I'm not practicing anymore. Uh, but I do know that I just have a preponderance. Is a preponderance, does that word fit this context, Craig? Do you know? Okay, no, you're, you're asking the questions. Okay. 
they have a lot of brain bites, more than the average average uh, human. And you know, I think I was, you know, I think I when we, a surplus. That's thanks, Greg. And having a surplus of brain bites, I think, just puts me in a position where, uh, you know, where I've spent a lot of time with them. I mean, they talk about 10,000 hours. Now, I, Craig, I don't want to, you know, burst any bubbles here, but I've said it before. That's 10,000 focused hours. It's not just 10,000 hours. And I'm not sure I've actually spent 10,000 hours. I mean, I've spent hundreds and I don't know how many hours I've been alive, but I've spent about that many with brain bots. And when you consider I'm usually having dialogue with four or five, you know, that, that is a lot of hours, but I don't know how many, you know, most of them trying not to focus, uh, Craig. So I don't know if that's a paradox. Like, uh, I'm focusing more because I'm unfocused. Well, let me give you, let me take it from a different angle, Craig. I, I, I think I, I identify with the brain bots. I'm a bit like, I'm, I'm more than a bit like a brain bots. You know, my, my attention bobs around. And when I hear a brain bot talking or, you know, communicating by other means, you know, direct memory, you know, direct memory replay or whatever it could be, I, buy, I, I just say, hey, well, that's the truth. You know, I, I buy right into it. And, uh, and I say, you're going on a roller coaster with my self-esteem? Let me get on board because I'm going to believe it's the truth. And, Craig, something about that has caused me to say... Man, being a like, because those roller coaster rides aren't like the ones we go on, Craig. Let me tell you, no, nothing like Big Thunder at all. Uh, more like Big Big Awful. And so after we get off the coaster, I say to the brain body, I say, "Well, that was a terrible ride. Why? Why you you you're you're perpetually on that ride?" And the brain bot says, "Yeah, just like it's the best one. It's only good when it's on the hill going up." And I say, this is both a meta- metaphor and a truth, Greg, so stick with me. Is it Craig or Greg? You don't, oh, you're a figment of my imagination. Oh, boy. Anyway, Craig, uh, when I was speaking to this uh, brain bot, whose name was uh, Penelope, I believe, it was uh, the brain bot was saying, uh, no, no, just stick with this story, Craig. Don't get distracted. The brain bot said, well, do you, the, the hill, the climb, is the only part I can po- possibly tolerate. You know, the red, And he said, well, it's really hard being a brain bot. You're on this roller coaster. And the only thing that's even tolerable is when it stops at the station and then goes on the uphill climb. But you're still in it. I said, man, it must be hard being a brain bot. And then brain bots, you know, they have this reputation of just being irritating and uh, maladapted, as we talked about at the top of the show. And, you know, Craig, on that day, I decided to, to, to change my life uh, to, and to change the life. Like, uh, this was kind of like Six Flags, uh, except it had no, reg- you know, a lot looser. So I just got on, I, I walked up the stairs for the hill climb of that roller coaster. And I started doing something that probably couldn't be called a show or entertaining by human standards. And something that might not be called funny or, you know, to be made, they say, like, uh, make any sense. 
and something at a you know a human theme park you know gets you in a lot of trouble but at this brain bot park i just stood on the stairs in a safe you know safe area and i started doing a, a show first it was just like thumbs up you know eye contact because there was other brain bots on this similar coaster it, too hard to explain Craig because it's a metaphor and it, but it really happened too and you know then that's that's how that's how that's how my career as brainbound entertainer really like kicked into I, I mean how many years did I do that well I, I'm not sure Craig because at some point you know I had to go someplace you know within my mind I had to go to another place too doesn't make any sense well it doesn't make any sense to you craig can you please i don't think i know i can't do i statements for you craig but uh you know that's my humble beginnings within it brain by theme park within my mind on a particular ride with a brain bot named penelope and some other brain bots that were on the same ride i stood on the side of the hill at the one part in the ride that was tolerable where they're anticipating the rough, rough rides ahead, Craig. Uh, you know, and like I said, this wasn't a good roller coaster. And also, bring bots have like a, the Craig. I'm gonna really need you to to, to to put this interview in context because if if you take these out of context, it's not gonna make any sense. Uh, but brainbots are really under a delusion of control, even when they're on this roller coaster, just like we are. And re- this is why it's a brilliant metaphor only the brainbot entertainer of the year could accidentally come up with. You know, the bra- brainbots are under the delusion they're actually under control and they need to do stuff, even though the track's already laid out for the... And they'll just keep riding the ride over and over. And so then I, I had to ask myself, Craig, I had to ask myself, what, what's the most painful part of the ride? Uh, because if I was in it, would it be the parts that are intolerable, or would it be the part where you're trying to make it tolerable and then you think uh, you're going to have control over it? These poor brain bots, Greg. And, you know, I couldn't change it. I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't, you know... Oh, wait, hold on. Craig, what are you saying? Because it's in my brain, I could change... Oh, boy. I would, you know, I, I don't want to walk out on this interview. So could we finish the interview, please? So I was saying, Craig, let's just stick with this. This is supposed to be, the, the, you know, this is a puff piece, by the way. This is about the brain, I'm the brain bot entertainer of the year. I expect some decorum or decorum or so, you know, dignity and respect, Craig. Oh, it is Greg. Oh, Figman. Sorry about that, Greg. It's Greg. Okay, it's like great. It's not Craig or Greg. It's Craig. Greg. Like, Greg, just, okay. So, uh, I thought, uh, you know, if I could take these brain bots' mind off, I can't, you know, I can't stop the ride. I can't get the brain bot off the ride. You know, so that's when I started to do, and then at some point I did get a kazoo, and then at some point the kazoo was taken from, you know, that that was short, but, uh, I did buy a lifetime supply of wax paper because I thought I was going to get a lot of mileage out of that kazoo. And I guess that was what I thought was humor. Like, I thought the kazoo kazoo comedy. Like, kazoo comedy. But that didn't work, uh, even for brain bots. 
you don't you don't have a lot of time on that. And then I did a lot of walking backwards and falling down, so I do have permanent tailbone, you know. But that, but but uh, it, in um, imprints on my butt, like and then that, that, but that was where it all started. Actually, Craig, if you Greg, Craig, Greg, if you want to talk about the moment where lightning struck, it was really where my butt struck the. Uh, the, the stairs, which have that, like, non-slip diamond pattern where you can see through. Which, first of all, I said, what are you doing with the stairs you can see through here? Not a great idea. But yeah, that once that diamond pattern got imprinted, oh, did the brain bots laugh at that. Uh, why didn't I have pants on? At times I was dreaming, Greg. Greg. So this was, you know, you know how things can be. But yeah, once that diamond pattern was shining, shining bright like a diamond on my bright, bright buns, uh, you know, I think that was, maybe that's why I was bringing about Entertainer of the Year 2014, even though I don't know even know what year this occurred, to be honest with you. So that's, I guess that's it, Greg. Greg, that's a great interview. Any other questions about uh, why or how I became BrainBot Entertainer of the Year? Every year the award's been given that I know of. Oh, Craig, you make me feel like I'm doing a Google EDU on air with these questions. What advice would I give to an up-and-coming BrainBot entertainer? Um, I, well, I think I just, uh, let's see, what would, if I was, if I, like, is this one of these ones, a letter to my younger BrainBot entertainer self? Because that'd be better for my ego. No, something, something actually concrete for people that are coming up in the BrainBot entertainment space. I don't know, to be honest, I'd say watch out for me because I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, do you, do, do you think anybody's any good, Craig? Do you think they're going to take away my brain by an entertainer of the year award? Because uh, I could tell them that it doesn't come with any monetary awards or physical awards, actually, believe it or not. Um, it, within my brain, it's gigantic, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's not the. Yeah, that's hilarious and true. Um, but yeah, uh, you really got me there, Greg. 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 Um, yeah, you got me. She got me stumped. But yeah, what advice would I give to an up-and-coming brain bot entertainer? A human being or a brain? I'd say uh, be a brain bot if you want to be a brain. But I'd say within the brain bot community. I'd say shrink down and become a brain bot and, you know, stay, then you're, then be entertained by me and then entertain the brain bots. So then you could be brain bot entertainer of the year. Like if there could be two awards then, so you wouldn't be, you could be an upcoming brain bot entertainer. That's what you like. That's what I think you should do. If you're thinking about doing this, is just do it as a brain bot. Then there's room for both of us. You could be brain bot entertainer of the year because you're a brain bot and an entertainer. Like that's a separate award. I'm brain bot entertainer of the year. Do you, do you like see how it's brain bot entertainer of the year? 
Uh, that's like, I think that might be a whole award show. That would be pretty good. Where I'm BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. And then you could be an up-and-coming BrainBot Entertainer. And you wouldn't even have to, to be, you could just enter, you wouldn't even have to entertain. Then you could, that would be a great place to hone your craft because you really, if you're a brain bot and you're entertaining, you don't even have to entertain anyone because you're a brain bot entertainer. I mean, that would be a tree falls in the woods, but you know, that that's, uh, I guess that's, uh, I would be entertained by you. So there. And I think that would be a good move, movement to start is to get the brain, you know, just get one brain bot that starts doing a funky dance. Because then when people are lying there or they're sitting at their desk and the brain bots are all a Twitter, and, you know, about the troves of Twitter or Facebook, you know, saying, look at that on Facebook with my sister. Say, oh, it's my sister, holy. You know, you, 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 you could roll out there be like, you know, bup, 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 do, 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 you know, don't do the Cantina song because that, that's one of I'm not supposed to do any songs on the podcast. And, you know, you could do, you're welcome to any, if you could go, come up with any BB-88 jokes or BB-8, but BB-88's better. It just has that extra syllable. Um, You know, go, go for it. And... uh I would love that if I, for me, I would love, I would hire a brain bot entertainer. And I don't, rem- I don't know if I've seen Neil, uh, Neil Diamond, because uh, there's Neil Simon, there's Neil Young, and there's Neil Diamond. How about a three Neils tour? Or the three Neils? We had, there was like, in the, was it the 90s when they had the three tenors? And but the three Neils, Neil Armstrong, but those those are entertainers or like a writer of entertainment. But Neil Diamond, I believe, was in a movie called The Entertainer. I think I I don't know. Uh, You know, I used to go see this band called Super Diamond. I think it was an Australian man. Looked nothing like Neil Diamond. Sang just like him. Very entertaining. More, no, no, it couldn't even be in a brain. Brain bots, if you put Super Diamond in your brain, you'd be in, you know, that would be too much. But yeah, I mean, I would say if, you, if you're if you not becoming brain bot entertainer, good for you if you're a brain bot. Now, if you're a human, oof, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I don't know what advice I would give you. Uh, because, you know, I don't know. I, but okay, let me talk about other. Brain bot, let's just get it out there. Let's talk about the other brain bot entertainers that have been up for the award. And let me step outside my role as, as the, you know, multiple awarded brain bot entertainer of the year, Scooter, Sleep With Me podcast, and step into the role of the creator of the brain bot entertainer of the year award and talk about some of the other people that were up for the award. You know, there's because there's a couple big ones. There was, uh, there was Trentham, which was a one-name entertainer. And, uh, you know, th- this was the first few years. Since the award was invented, we do have a no... Like, you're disqualified if you have one name. 
uh, just because, I mean, I don't want to throw out the E word, but it is a little, a little elitist, I guess, when you have one name. Or assumist, you know. Say, well, I only need one name. Say, whoa, 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 well, whoa. If you want to be in the Bring Bad Entertainment of the Year, you know, if you want to get this award, you're going to need two names. And they say, well, actually, I have two. No, I said, sorry, this is a, a one-time-only deal. So that was the end of Trentham, who was really good at, uh, I mean, maybe not the best, uh, but really good at entertaining brain bots. And, I mean, in a different way, uh, like uh, throat singing, they did, the, the Trentham did throat singing, uh, contortionism while throat singing. Which the brain bots, they would always like, they would do that quivering thing. Like, like just picture BB 88 quivering. Like, uh, with, uh, you know, when you quiver, when you watch a contortionist, you usually quiver at some point. You say, whoa. Because you say, and you can't even tell. A quiver, you, you can't, it's a combination of pleasure and repulsion, I think. Or disc- discomfort, uh, so that was Trentham. Uh, then another one, Coldplay. That yeah, they 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 threw their name in the hat. That was easy because they said, well, "You're already, you know, you don't you have enough?" You know, I said, "This award's for sad small." You know, this I said, "Don't you have?" It? And then they said, "What about the main guy?" And I said, "Well, if you have any offspring that have one name, like a fruit," I said, "Don't you have a kid named Apple?" I'm sorry. He said you were great in the um, the game that Game of Thrones thing with the red note. That was awesome. But I'm sorry, you know. And then uh, one of the other gold Coldplay guys said, "Well, what about me, man? You know?" And he said, "Well, you, you, don't you have like a boatload of money? And don't you get to tour?" He said, "You no, no. This is my." He said, "You know, bring by an." He said, "You can't be an entertainer." First, and then a brain bot entertainer. Second, he said, "You know, he said that's in the brain bot. Do you know the brain bot entertainer's code?" And then they said, "No." I said, "Well, there you go. That's a disqualified." I mean, I guess at the time, uh, you know, they they should have probably thought about collaborating or saying, "Hey, Coldplay, could you play at the brain bot, you know, entertainer of the year awards? You know, maybe come up with a song when I get my award." You know, maybe talk about it on every tour date and, you know, public appearances. And then maybe we could revisit this decision in 2017 or 2018, more likely. So that was Coldplay. Then there was a, this was a little bit of a joker because it was a Mama 2016, M-A-M-A 2016. It was a robot or like a, well, it wasn't a robot. It was artificial intelligence. They freaking called me. And I said, I don't take call. I don't want call. I don't like calls. Uh, I don't. I don't like answering the phone. And I just went through this with like. Uh, and I said, that's why I gave you my Google, that, that extra Google Voice number, so I could just let it go to voicemail and never check. I don't check. You know, if publisher sweepstakes called me, I don't think I would even check the voice. And so they said, if you leave a voicemail, that disqual... And they said, the robot, or the... It said, well, this is important. 
And I said, well, is it important enough to put it in some sort? And they said, well, I can only communicate by voice. And I said, well, that's, uh, that's a shame that because you're disqualified from the awards then. Also, a bot, like brain bot entertainer, the bot bot. I said, why can't you be the brain bot? I said, maybe we could come up with an alternative award for you. I said, give me some of your material. And then it just started doing pie to the like, it just kept saying numbers. I said, that's not entertaining enough. Then it started singing pie uh, numbers. And I said, well, that's that's decent. Uh, uh, and then it, it, was, it was strangely hypnotic. Uh, I don't know any of the numbers in pie other than 314. 3.14, you know, so... But it was, you know, it wasn't bad, and uh, I think I went into a trance for a few weeks, and, you know, all my passwords were changed, maybe, or maybe I forgot some of them. I said, I can't even log into this thing, and I said, and for a while, I, I did know by to, like, at least the eighth decimal because of that song, but I said, I'm afraid, you know, it still goes, you know, you're, we can't just, we can't just give awards to uh, anybody. Uh, especially, you know, if, if so, that was another person that didn't, or you know, non, you know, entity, I believe, that wanted to, that didn't make it. And then, you know, I started looking. We did. I wanted to do a nationwide search. You know, well, I didn't actually. I don't I, like. I want to do a nationwide. Car- I don't need anybody knowing about Brain Bad Entertainer of the Year at all. Uh, but at the time, you know, I was talking to Nation TV 3, the national, one of those big national stations and in New Zealand, because they said, well, if this is, they said, to people, they said, yeah, of course people go, they travel. I said, well, they said, does the word get out here? And then they, they, I think they thought I was making double entendres. But I, then I, because I said, well, let's do a talent search for Brain Bandit. And then I said, no, no, I don't want to do that. And actually, unfortunately, I started the process. So now the good news is, like, I got to, uh, I start, you know, things started climbing. And they said, well, what, you know, so you're going to pitch us on this, uh, this kind of star search show. And I said, I was, but I said, I can't, I was sitting in the waiting room, I was thinking of this story I heard about the Dubai Sevens. And they said, oh, the big tourney. They said, oh, yeah, the big turn. you know, no, 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 this is the Dubai Sevens, uh, it's a team. This Dubai Sevens is an undercover team pretending to be brain bad entertainers, you know, led by, to say, dashing would be to make dancer cry. Uh, do you recall the most famous brain band entertainer of all was this and that's the, the lead in Dubai 7. It's a show, a TV show. And then six more, you know, lesser brain band entertainers undercover. They're not even real brain band. So we would need to cast those six roles with people that could pretend, you know, that aren't actually, you know, that they're like the second best to, well, actually, I said it was Coldplay. And then, so I'd say the fourth, the sixth, seventh, you know, the best brain bot entertainers. 
Gamble travel in a jet, uh, you know, oil powered, of course. Fuel, you know, why why would we be the Dubai Sevens if we, you know, would we, why not? Gamble travel the world in search of uh, uh, brain, you know, brain by related, be, be, be brain by related, dif- BRDs, brain by related difficulties. Uh, and we'll entertain our way out of it. And then you know, like a variety show with with start, you know, so exactly like you said, you know, in the holidays we'll do some Kiwi Christmas music here. Oh, thank you, Greg. So you want to get me refocus? Okay, so where do I see Brain Bad Entertaining going? Uh, well, ideally, no, you know, ideally, no, you know, it just stays right here, right here in this tiny little closet in this small. You know, but if it has to escape, I like to, you know, I got like, uh, I don't know, Greg, it's one of those things I'm afraid to like uh, let the balloon fly, if you will. Not sure if that knot on my wrist is going to hold it. But I also know that one day the balloon, you know, the hydrogen or whatever is in those balloons, helium, you know, I'll wake up and my balloon will be sagging. Uh, or worse, you know, not, you know, popped. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the future of uh, Brainbot Entertainment, as, as you asked me. So I was thinking of, uh, you, you know, if, if, we, if we're thinking big, Greg, Greg, I was thinking about spreading the entertain, like especially other than myself, you know, I'm, since I'm Brainbot Entertainer of the Year, we got to keep me here, Brainbot Central. But I was—I've been thinking nonstop about those up-and-coming brainbot entertainers you were talking about, and I think we should make a circuit for them, for for, for them to hone their craft, uh, like where where they with, with the contract, ironclad, ironclad contracts, uh, you know, maybe ten-year commitment, maybe fifteen-year circuit, where they're you know, because that's how long it's going to take them to get those ten thousand focused. Focus, focus hours, Greg. Greg, I, I've never had to say a, a figment's name that many times. So I was thinking, like, there's the... I think there's a lot of rallies, like a Silver Fern rally I've heard of. And, uh, you know, there's other ones way out in the middle of nowhere where they drive these cars in these boot buggies. Maybe they did a rod. You know, the more remote, the better, because that's where my, you know, that's where my craft got honed, is at the, you know, the largest brain by theme park in the world, but in this case, we'll get them out there with humans, because you figure if you're driving some sort of buggy across, the, you know, the back roads of New Zealand, you know, it can be exciting at moments, and the driver has to be focused at all times. You know, except every once in a while, like, there might be some sort of delay, and then they're way out out there. Or maybe now we change the way that racing goes, so there's two drivers, you know, that switch on and off. Maybe they already do that. And we get some entertainment out there, way, way out there, like the furthest reaches of the racetrack, to do things like I did, like dance, kazoos, maybe just kazoos. My voice sounds a bit like a kazoo. Yeah, d- d- thank you. I, you know, have I swallowed... Well, what do I... Uh, have I swallowed too many kazoos? 
you know, but we'll get them out there, way, way out there, under contract, and we'll say, okay, well, you're, and then we'll take you to the Iditarod. Marathons, no, too many people do marathons, Greg. So, and there's, those are more contained, you know, if it was like one of those super long, one of those hundred miler ones, yeah, we could do that. If it's, you know, the remote one, very remote. And then we'll find all of these up and coming brain bodies, you know, we'll get them out there where they can be of most service uh, to people out on the extreme edges, needing a little four or five seconds entertainment, just like a brain bite. They'll be a living metaphor because they'll be entertaining humans. And, you know, that'll help them uh, become, you know, within their contract. And, like, also, like, when you do that thing with the contract, we have where the non-compete clause, you know, maybe just a 10 years after the, to the contract... What else do I see for brain bad entertainment? Well, it's great. Like, more PR? Is that what you said? Well, I mean, I guess we could start a daily blog where, uh, like, I've heard of guest blogging, and that's one thing I've heard of. But what about taking, like, uh, what about ghost blogging? Uh, where we get all these brain bad entertainment, uncredited ghost blogging. And what I mean by that, Greg, Greg, is like we get all these entertainers, these up and coming brain bad entertainers, you know, trying to get their uh, mitts on brain bad entertainer of the year. And they start writing blog articles, you know, and again, this would be, you know, that I'll, you know, that a uh, brain bad, brain core, brain bad, inner, inner brain bad inner core, or, you know, pending. You know, we'll have the full rights to that, and but they'll ghost blog, so I'll take credit on the blog. You know, that way, you know, if it's controversial, maybe we won't print it. But if otherwise, if it's good, you know, they don't have to worry about the pressures of credit and stuff, you know, because they're, they're just honing their craft, you know, up and coming, paying their dues. And they could do that, and I could take credit, you know, and then I would also own that material if I need to develop it at a later date. What else? Well, I was thinking also, uh, I was thinking about hollowing out, you know, there's been different stories where I've had hollowed out mountains like Mount Rosskill. And I was thinking if we could get them, we could also get all the potential brain band entertainers that aren't under contract and that are up and coming and we could say within that mountain is where the brain bad entertainer of the year that's that's the secret like we could have it like the magic castle and be like oh if you want to be you know that's where that's the spot to do it are you an up and coming brain bad entertainer of the year are you even curious about entertaining brain bots have you thought about it for more than one second you know, come to Mount Roskill, just like the Catskills, you know, just the same thing, except deep in New Zealand inside a mountain. Come on in and stay for a while. And then maybe if you, you know, as you, uh, you get used to living in a bunk and not, do, you know, just doing these, uh, like, uh, busy chores will give you that, uh, that are essential, uh, you know, maybe uh, packaging stuff. I don't know. We'll figure that part out. 
uh, that then you'll become a you know eventually you'll become a brain bad entertainer in, in, within the, the mountain uh, because maybe we could even create uh, uh, physical brain bats for them to entertain and bring them there. Yeah, that's it. There's their answer. So anybody, they just go into the mountain. We keep bringing brain bats, which we could just uh, just buy. Tell you what, I'll give you a bunch of money. I'll tell you what, I'll give you my credit. Do you have any credit cards, Greg? No. Okay. I was thinking we could buy a bunch of remote-controlled things and just put them in there. In this, how much does it cost to hollow out a mountain? If, um, with it, oh, this is all. With, okay, so perfect. It's doable, then, if it's in my mind. And then we'll just get them all in there. We'll have little remote-control things... We'll put in a fake nightclub, you know, brain, club brain bot, there you go. And we could have a frowny face and a smiley face, great, this is great, we are quite a team. And I think the per you know, because you seem to have a lot of questions about it, Greg. Like, I think you're the person to, to run it, to be honest, I, I don't think I could do it. With the probing questions you ask, you could do the interviews. You could hand out the grades. You'd be like the dean and the admissions board and the nightclub manager. How's that sound? Uh, would you get to decide on Brain Bad Entertainer of the Year? Yeah, within the, there, within the mountain. Well, yeah, the Brain Bad Entertainer of the Year. Right in there, of course. And we just get everybody in there with you, and that'll be it. That sounds wonderful. And then everybody can forget about this. Other than when they hear about the announcement about me winning Brain Bad Entertainer of the Year. And they say, oh, thank goodness. I didn't want to listen to a podcast made by an up-and-coming Brain Bad Entertainer. Yeah, you could have podcasts inside the mountain. Of course, Greg. That's a great idea. Great idea. Because, that, yeah, that's a good way to, you know, it's a very time. Uh, I think that's a, you're brilliant, I'll be honest with you. You could have, you, could you come up with the, uh, whatever they call that, the curriculum for that as well? Would that be your job as dean, I believe? Maybe hire, maybe the most, uh, maybe Coldplay and uh, that, that computer and the other person, they could be on your, they could be your staff. Well, great, this has just been a great interview. Thanks everybody for tuning in to this episode of Behind the Brainbot Awards. And remember, if you're thinking about a career like in Brainbot Entertainment, it is a wide open field. And I mean wide open. The doors of Mount Roskill are wide open for you. Come on in. Now, you've heard of for-profit universities, right? And you've heard of non-profit universities and the high cost of student debt. You've heard of getting out of school and not having a job. Well, they come to Brain Bad University. And, you know, it's the only place on earth for Brain Bad entertainers. Uh, up and coming or, you know, curious. You say, well, I'm Brain Bad curious. They say, well, which, what do you mean when you say that? Do you mean Brain Bad entertainment? Do you mean curious, like, into, because we get, we got to parse the words here. Like, are you curious about brain-bad entertainers? 
or brain bad curious or brain bad entertainer curious. Okay, that killed it, huh? Well, any of those things, you could come to our university. Here's the thing, no charge. Uh, guaranteed job on graduation within the Mount Roskill facility, which is the preeminent uh, research facility for brain-bound entertainment. It has all of the top brain-bound entertainers, uh, founded by the brain-bound entertainer of the year 2014, 2015, 2016. It uh, has the top uh, brain-bound club, uh, entertainment club in the in the world. It's only facility of its kind. So, you know, get over, you know, just come on in and let the doors close behind you. They'll open up when the next person comes, but they're a special kind of one-way door because uh, there's only one way to the top of brain bond entertainment. And you could take it from me. I mean, I started, you know, I started the ascent that would end up in the brain bond university, brain bond entertainment, you know, B-E-U, Rainbow Entertainer, you, B-E-U, that's what we call it around here. You know, I started this uh, journey at the side of a Rainbow roller coaster. And it was a hard, hard time, you know, ended up with diamonds on my butt. And, you know, I'm going to save you the time of doing that. Of, uh, and I'll just introduce you to a luxury place, uh... You know, a pre-ski, like that, but on the inside. On the outside, people will be pre-skiing, maybe. But you'll be entertaining brain bots. You won't even be, you'll have arrived. Instead of, like, when you're lying in your bunk, instead of being like, am I an up-and-coming brain bot entertainer? You'll know, what, why am I here within this mountain uh, to entertain brain bots? So thank you, everybody. On behalf of the staff at BU, on behalf of everyone here at the Brainbot Entertainer of the Year Awards, on behalf of the winner of the Brainbot Entertainer of the Year Awards, me, and all the figments of my imagination, I'd like to thank you for your time this evening. Good night.